Alrighty. Looks good. Alright, here we go. Alrighty. I'm I'm here. I finally made it. Okay. Let me see here what's going on. Okay. Test, 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 test. Alrighty. Hugging Mantra. Glad to see ya. Well, I guess I guess you guys did get the uh the uh announcement or the I cannot I cannot get the um, notifications going. So what I did was I'm broadcasting now a day or so ahead. I may do it a couple of days to let everybody know I'm going to be doing a live show. So anyway, that's how I'm going to do it. A friend of mine actually made a suggestion. Um, so Mel up in London was the one who gave me the idea. Uh, so anyway, that's what I'll do because I have tried using Podbean, contacted them, and it completely was a waste of time. So... Anyway, today's show, um, it's going to be like an everything goes kind of show, um, you know, and I don't care about if, if the language is somewhat coarse, salt of the earth, just don't, you know, try to keep it within a certain uh, boundary. We got young people listening. We don't need to, you know, express certain things, um, but I don't mind being very candid and very uh, straight talk, because I think that's really what freedom of speech is really about, having the ability to have a straight dialogue. So anyway, uh, this week we've had some interesting events happen um, in regarding to a lot of things, I guess. And I think we need to realize that all these changes that we're seeing, you know, arrive can and can is not going to be shut down in at what October 1st um, <laughs> I'm with you on that one Huggin <laughs> ah the Celts I love them <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty salt in the earth too. Um, we had this arrived can in Canada going down the toilet. And everyone thinks we're winning. We won. We're winning. We got rid of the arrived can. Pierre Polivare is full of shit. Period. Totally full of shit. Another WEF rep. They haven't done anything. We haven't won anything. And we're not going to win anything. And I'll tell you why we're not going to win anything. Because we haven't stopped anything. Anybody says we stopped the mandates, we stopped this, we stopped that. All they've done is moved on to the next level of the um, of their agenda. So now we're not going to have a ride can. You can bet your ass they're going to go after your money. And the only way you're going to get your money out is through digital. That's going to be your arrive can. That will be the new arrived can. So whenever you go somewhere, if you fart out of the left side of your arse, you're gonna have to have identification to let let them know that that was your ass cheek that came that the gas came out of. That's where this is going. And they're trying to take away all your privileges, all your access by restricting cash. And this is where everyone needs to really draw the line here, because once you lose the power of cash. 
Once you lose the power of handling currency, you absolutely are at their mercy. You have nothing. You can't, you won't even be able to buy a drop of water without it. That's where this is going. This is the mark of the beast system. If anyone doesn't believe in the biblical prophecies, that's fine. But I'll tell you one thing that I can say through observation. If you don't believe in the prophecies, everything that the book has said is pretty, pretty accurate. And we're now at the stage of the mark of the beast system where you're not going to be able to buy or sell anything. And that's going to be the arrived can for Canada, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, the UK, the United States, Canada. All the, the, the Commonwealth countries will be under that, um, that tether. Okay, that tether. We are no longer going to be in this. We never had a free world. We never had a free country. We've been talking like we've had a democracy. So let me explain something too for everyone to understand where I'm coming from. The United States of America has never been a free country. That's been pure bullshit. The United States of America has always been a fascist country or a corporocracy, which is the same thing. In a corporocracy and in a uh, fascist system, corporations and banks control government. They control the population through the government, but you in and of itself do not have a democracy. And in order to succeed in a fascist system, you have to cheat. There is no other way. If you follow any kind of corporocracy, corporate laws, corporate this, corporate that, you'll never, you'll never get out of being a slave. Never. You'll always be somebody's bitch. That's how you have to look at it. And I got another thing to tell you on this too. It doesn't matter about your color. It doesn't matter what you believe. It doesn't matter what God you pray to. It doesn't matter as far as they're concerned. They're your God. They're your mom. They're your dad. And they will tell you what to do and how to do it. That is what a fascist system is. And fascism basically is worse than communism. Because in fascism, you have nothing. Corporations are everything. You know, when you look at the old old uh, Greek mythology and Roman mythology and, and uh, uh, northern mythology, the Norse gods, the Greek gods, the Roman gods, look at their names and look what they represent. Nothing new under the sun, the Bible says. Look at, look at their names and what they represent. Zeus or Jupiter. Okay. The God of Thunder. Okay. What, 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 is, what would that equate to today? They're power companies. They supply you electricity. Apollo, the God of the sun. He was also the God of medicine. Pharmaceutical industry and the solar, solar industry. Somehow the two are tied together. You know. Mercury, the messenger god, what would that be? The telecommunications industry. All this stuff has been here before. We're finding out more and more that nanotechnology was always here before. And I said that 13 years ago. And I even said that it, it, 13 years ago that nanotechnology is what undid all, this, all the cultures in the past. Why is it you can't find anything left? How is it that the only thing you find is sand, carbon, and lead? 
Think about that. Sand, carbon, and lead. What does nanotechnology consist of primarily in today's time? Carbon and silica. Why would they have lead? Lead was what they probably were using to shield the frequencies that they were being hit with. So it would come in all kinds of shapes and forms. That's what we're seeing. Look at look at the old ancient Egyptians. And we look at the, the pharaohs. What did they wear? They wore gold and copper and bronze on their head, around their chest, and around their girdle. What did the slaves wear? They just had they just had a brass girdle because the pharaohs needed their reproductive system to be functioning, but they didn't need them to be smart. Just smart enough to do the work, but dumb enough to be nothing but cattle. Nothing's changed. The means of in, uh, the means of inducing this has become more sophisticated. Now they give you a cell phone. Now they give you something you can take a selfie with. Now, and again, you're constantly being bombarded with radiation in the head. You know, now they give you, you know, television to be entertained and be programmed. They let you play music loaded with frequencies that are also programming you. You're getting hit with so much targeting just with the fundamental things of, of uh, television and radio and um, cell phones and internet that you're, you, you don't, you can't see the forest for the trees because of the downloading that's going on inside your head. How many of you are hearing voices? How many of you are seeing things that seem to be there one second and gone the next? Did you ever think that it was possibly a frequency assault? Or did you think that your brain was playing tricks on you? Why would your brain play tricks on you? I know the brain says, oh, today I'm going to pull a fast one on this guy. I'm going to play a trick on him. I'm going to make him see shit he isn't, that isn't there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm trying to make a point here. Trying to make a point here. So like I said, we are... We're not in the state of mind that we should be in. Aha, be the light. See, she finally put the bottle down. <laughs> hey, <laughs> did you see earlier today on the radar map? There was no radar. I couldn't believe it around two o'clock. <laughs> On the radar, I couldn't believe it. They they had no beams, nothing. It's, they're there now. Yeah, zero. I couldn't believe it. I opened the map and said, what the hell happened here? Now you look at it, Toronto looks like a shithole again. You know, beams everywhere, radiation floating around. Yeah, I, I had somebody come by earlier today, and I wanted to show, show her the map, Wendy, and there was nothing. I couldn't believe it, not one beam. It ain't that way now, I got to tell you. Moment, yeah. <laughs> a moment, of, yeah. It was a brief moment, to, to say the least, because the floors are vibrating again. Yeah, that's another thing that's going on that you may want to pay attention to. Like I so said, today is an everything goes show. So, and if you got something to say, just say it. Don't be, don't be shy. You know, um, where I'm at in Ontario, be the light. She's about two hours away from me. Um, we've been, we've been monitoring. Um, 
We've been monitoring radar beams shooting out of Toronto, going up as far north as Huntsville, down as far as Syracuse into Pennsylvania, Cleveland, across Michigan, shit shooting from, from uh, Lake Huron. And we're in the line of fire. Now, be the lights a little bit closer to the targeting. I'm further away. But we're getting hit with all kinds of shit from ground wave from coming out of Toronto. And then Michigan, which is right next door, is also getting blasted with radiation beams. Everywhere. You see that at nighttime, around eight, between 8 and on, it's a circus. And then across Canada, from Alberta, uh, Saskatchewan, uh, Manitoba, and Western Ontario, it's a freak show with radiation. Um, the that thing with Kansas with all that cattle dying, I was monitoring that the night before. They they didn't die from some corona. They died from their frequency assault. Anything that has to do with the food supply today, they are just hitting left, right, and center. So, like I said, we're 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 in a we are in a war. Don't think for one minute because you know they they taken away this this restriction that the war is over. You know, I said this on one of the shows the other day. I was ranting about the idea of going back to normal. Anybody want to define what that means, really? Because my definition of going back to normal is not a very good definition. My definition of going back to normal is we go back to being stupid. We go back to being asleep. We go back to being slaves working for these assholes that are trying to kill us. We go back to genetically modified eating foods. There is no organics. We go back to being chemtrailed all day long. We go back to being radiated with all kinds of radiation. We go back to being programmed by our cell phones, internet, television, radio. We go back to being, you know, uh, uh, violated and corrupted. We go back to being having no rights, no privileges, just existing to make some corporate uh, corporation rich. That's what's going. That's what it means to go back to normal. To go back into that slave of the abyss. Now, I also made a comment that I, this is my perspective, my opinion. Again, you may or may not agree with it, but I think all that's going on, because again, everything seems to be inverted because reality isn't what it is anyway. It's all an inversion. But it seems to me that God is pulling us out. All these things that are happening is to get people to let go of this matrix so they can further move on to the next level of evolution, which for us would mean going home, going to heaven, going, you know, doing whatever. Hey, how you doing? Dave. Dave Ape G Jif. Okay. Dave Ape Jif from San Francisco. Hello. Um, that's my thinking that all this is going on is to shake us, shake the cobwebs out of our head give us a uh, wake-up call to make us see that this is what we have been living in, this mire, this muck, and this shit. And it's, it's time for us to leave this place. That's my opinion on it anyway. I mean, I'm one of those guys that believe in biblical truth, so I have no problem telling you I believe in Jesus. So the that's my thinking on the whole idea. So going back to normal is not an option. 
Going back to normal means going back to being stupid. Going back to being a brainless slave. Going back to being fed whatever shit they decide they want to feed you. That's what going back going back to normal means working your ass off for very little money. No longer being self-employed. You're just uh, a slave to whoever. Okay. That's what it means to be going back to normal. Are we... Uh, is that and going back to normal doesn't mean growth either, it means that digression, a further digression, or further the de- de- uh, a further um, form of de evolution. <laughs> this is what happens in a live app. Okay, let's see. Someone's just sent me something here. What do I got? Oh, is that something? I'm at the very bottom. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, when we're looking at all the stuff that's happening today, you got to start thinking about evolution. And you got to start thinking in terms of your genetic code, your DNA. I've said this before. I'll say it now, even on this show. Um, cool. Cool. Oh, we're not we're not watching the movie uh, QC. We are the movie. Okay, we are the movie. Okay, we are the experiment. We are the exploited. Okay, we are the ones that are being devolving. De- now, those of you who didn't take the jab, you're not going to be affected. There was something we did uh, the last show. Not the last show, the show before. Uh We're talking about the 144,000 and how God had sealed this 144,000 because their genetic code was still in place. Hey, Sam, how you doing? So it was an interesting video. So if you haven't gone to the show, get there and and click on that link. It will be an eye-opener. A lot of stuff that we've been taught biblically as well I believe a majority of it is just bullshit. I think I think it was whatever they thought they knew way back in the day, uh, with the doctrines and, and dogma of the day, and what they perceived of the day. Because again, they didn't. They don't. I don't think they saw this level of shit that we're seeing. Um. Uh, so here we are. Today, where we're at, and because of what we're exposed to today, you can see the Bible is talking a lot on genetics, a lot on technology. You just got to understand how to actually read it. You know, when you're looking at Genesis, Genesis, that's the book of genetics. And when you look at the genealogy of Jesus, there's two genealogies of Jesus. Again, we're talking genetics, DNA. And why the people of Israel had to stay a certain, in a certain um, discipline in order to protect that DNA. And then when Jesus is born, now he's dealing with technology. When Jesus approached the desert and the devil or Satan or Lucifer, um, the, um, 
if you look at those temptations that he had to endure, those were programs, all programs that Lucifer, I call Lucifer AI, that the AI was thrown at Christ. Well, if you're the son of God, you know, you can turn these stones into bread. And he countered with what he counted the program with the program. It's, you know, uh, man should not live by bread alone. And when the devil says, well, if you're the son of God, throw yourself off because it's written. Because now the devil realizes he's going by the code that the angels will bear thee up. No, uh, your feet won't, will not dash the stone. Again, he responded, again, it's a program. Um, the, you, shall, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. The third one, the third one, if you paid attention, when Satan shows him all the kingdoms, past, present, and future, what's he showing him? He's showing him a hologram. That's what that was. That was a hologram. And he says, if you bow down before me, I'll give you all of this. That's when he told him there's only one God and get and to buzz off. Because all the devil was going to give him was a hologram, nothing more. So when you start looking at some of this stuff and you start realizing that this kind of technology was already there in place as well and has been enslaving mankind for a long, long, or since the garden. Since the garden. So again, that's just the perspective I'm, I'm presenting. You may not agree with it, and that's fine too. But that's what I'm seeing. You know, when we're looking at all that we're exposed to today, the battle isn't about you. It's about your soul. Your flesh will die and rot, but the soul is forever. And so you can actually look at that as an energy source. Think about that. You know, when you're looking at the this Matrix thing that we're in, or anyone who's seen the last one, Matrix Rebooted, um, at the end, when the AI confronts Neo and Trinity, uh, what happens? He says, congratulations, you won, but you're not going to change anything. And he says, these, these people all want what I am offering them, security. Being safe, but it, that security and safeness comes at a price because you're constantly being harvested by the, the technology. And when you sit there and think about it, look around us. Look around you. How many people do you see when you go out shopping or at a church or at a function or at some sort of meeting place or a place where people congregate, malls or whatever? How many of you are looking at people and seeing that they're not all there? They seem to be unhinged, you know. Aha, from Charlton, South Carolina. How you doing? So how many of you are noticing that? How many of you are noticing that people that are even older? I noticed it with people from, uh, from the generation that spawned me. And I see that a lot of them, you know, full-grown body, five-year five mentality. They're not a little off. <laughs> no, they're not a little off. They're off. Period. Very off. 
you know, they are not there. And it's interesting because these people feel the need to be told what to do. How many people are still seeing people walking around with a mask on? How many people are, how many of you are seeing this still? I think this is part of the experiment. Now that the colder weather is coming in, they're, they're, they're now, I think, monitoring people with facial recognition or body recognition when you go into a store or whatever. How many people are actually wearing a mask? You know, how many people are still wearing a mask? And then you saw that New Zealand thing down there that they call a prime minister. You got to give these people respect. Respect. If they want to wear a mask, you got to respect them. <laughs> Jeez. Where do they find this thing? <laughs> Where do they find this thing? You know. So expect this winter to be a new wave of bullshit. And don't be surprised. Don't be surprised that the zombies that are here now walking around with masks are going to be begging the government to shut them down. A lot of them want just the free money. They don't realize that this free money is bankrupting the country. Okay, that's the way it is. You know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they got the point. Uh, feel naked without a mat, without one covering. Well, you know, feeling naked, I can see you've got nothing on. But, uh, you know, not wearing a mask? Mm. That's not feeling naked. That's just feeling stupid. <laughs> I don't have my mask on. Oh. <laughs> so wearing a mask inside alone is not safe. Where? It has never been proven that the mask offer any protection at all. Period. Even Fauci at the very beginning stated it was nothing but window dressing. Now, anybody that knows fifth grade biology, fifth grade biology, understands that the only way you can get infected with a respiratory issue is through the eyes and ears. That's those are the only two places where you don't have an immune defense like you do everywhere else. Your mouth and your nose have all kinds of enzymes and immunobodies that can that protect you. And a lot of stuff that's going on today is coming from what you're eating, not what you're breathing. <laughs> well, I I noticed the teeth thing too, but I just couldn't get past the I just could not get past um, you know uh the the uh the respect get a respect not respect respect <laughs> i wonder if they they do that on purpose sometimes yeah you know, just because they they're uh hollywood superstars and they can get they get the front page or whatever i don't know you know and um but you know all the leaders as far as i can tell um there all seem to be some sort of mutation. 
Think about it. None of them are wrapped too tight. Even Biden had something crawling around his eye when he was doing a speech one time. So now you got to kind of wonder, are these people real people or what are they? What are they? You know, who knows? Remember your crowd. What crowd? <laughs> um, well, I agree with you, Dublin. Uh, I don't, when I go out, I'm cordial and I'll be somewhat lighthearted with some, let's say I'm dealing with a cashier, but I don't go out of my way to talk to people that much anymore either. Um, there's a, I mean, I talk to people on my Zoom. We got a Zoom room where we got people coming in there and brainstorming and sharing stuff all the time. So those are the type of places that I enjoy going to to talk because there's, you know, everyone's got some sort of, we all have a commonality to come up with answers and ideas and we're sharing. So everyone's got, everyone's bringing something in. And because I've been at this nano for a long time. There's another fellow that's been there about as long as I have. You know, I've helped him get going. Now he's helping the whole group to get caught up to speed and then everybody else is bringing in whatever they're bringing in. So I find that a very constructive kind of conversation uh, where everybody is um, involved. Actually, it's pretty good. Everyone's involved uh, and everyone's getting to know everybody. So this is, even, this is good too. Uh, and I think, and, and that, that all happened by accident, to be honest with you, I was trying to do something and something else happened. And so well, what do you know? And so anyway, um, it's been good because a lot of people become secluded because they don't know who they can talk to. And, um, this has been an outlet for a lot of people to get together and again, uh, brainstorm, share ideas, help each other, uh, come up with defenses to 6G. Uh, and other frequencies, coming up with defenses with being assaulted, coming up with solutions on whatever, or observing certain things are going on that most people don't see or are aware of. So everybody is doing something that's pretty contr uh, contributing and uh, educating. So everybody's teaching everybody, which is really, really good. So, you know, if you're on my Zoom chat, you want to go into the Nano, what is it, Nano Warriors, uh, feel free to pop in, make friends, you know, I encourage that to anybody, uh, learn what you can bring to the table, what you know, what you see, you know, because we don't, we don't always see everything and it's good to have more eyes on the topic so we can all, um, uh, you know, so we can protect ourselves. I'm not, I'm not too concerned anymore about the, uh, the, the jab. If they've been jabbed, they're done as far as I'm concerned. You know, now they have the consequences to um, uh, to deal with, and they can't be dealt with. It's not. It's now going to be a matter of whatever. But those who have not been jabbed and have taken a stand and are now in a position where they need to learn how to better defend themselves, this is actually a good room to come learn stuff. You know, and that and it saves me from having to repeat a thousand times the same information. So I find that that's really good. That's that help. It helps a lot of people. Um, Dave was showing some of the stuff that he was pulling out of his body 13 years ago, seven years ago, whatever. And it's helped a lot of people. It's inspired a lot of people now to build a triangle. They are building the spike. A lot of them, 
you know, they're doing buckets. They're now doing stuff. And uh, we've had a couple people using the spike within a short period of time have seen some major release. So it's been, again, it's an education to help everybody to be better able to defend themselves against what's coming. Um, you know, uh, when we're looking at um, convincing people, I think at this point in the game, yeah, this is my opinion. If they're reaching out or if they ask questions, that's one thing. If you put, present something out there and they just sort of fluff it off, then don't waste your time. Don't waste your strength. Don't waste your energy. You know, find people, like I said, who are like-minded, where you guys can, uh, again, interact in ways where you can... Um, um, to be constructive and upbuilding to each other. Um, yeah, so like I said, we, you know, worry about each other, those of who, who, those who have not taken any, any measure on anything. If they've taken the stuff and they don't want to stop, you know what? Keep going, keep going. Take another one, take another one. More for me. That's how I look at it now. More for me. <laughs> you know. And have the same mindset because if they have de are determined to go and become mutated or damaged or violated or corrupted or exploited or experimented on, and you've been saying telling people for the last 2.9 years um, to avoid that kind of stupidity, and they still go. This this is what I'm getting now. I'm getting on my emails, I wish I'd never taken the jab. I should have listened to you. Why didn't I listen to you? This is what I'm getting now. I've had people tell me, ask me, uh, can, you, can we get this out? And I, kept, and I tell them no. Their, their hearts just about drop. But I tell them all the time. When you're taking a bioweapon that's a gene editing or gene altering operating system, once it gets into your body, into your DNA, the DNA then starts to manufacture this program immediately. There's no pulling that out. Any of these quacks that you're hearing saying that they can pull out this, bio, bio, this genetic are full of shit. It's nothing but, again, taking full advantage of those people who have now been damaged and are now going to be extremely um, uh, desperate for a solution, and they will spend every penny they've got in regarding to what, you know, to hope, what the hope that this will work. All they're going to wind up is broken alone. So, so, um, in that regard, um, the DNA is a done deal. And even Pfizer, I think it was Pfizer, said after the third jab, there is no going back. The DNA now has been completely corrupted. In other words, whatever you were originally, you are no longer that person or that creation anymore. You are now in the hands of those who have altered your DNA. Your new God is an AI God. 
So, um, and again, it may sound cruel and harsh, but you have to protect yourself. Okay, it's important and imperative that you maintain and contain your DNA and keep it keep it alive and healthy. Don't allow your DNA to be corrupted by anything or anybody. Yeah, triple helix. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Be the light, which has put it out there. They are trying to put in a third strand of DNA. So again, you know, um, well, evolution, Dublin, all evolution is just a term. The word evolution, if you look at it from a specific scientific point of view, means to grow and mature. You've evolved. When you were a, a toddler, you were a baby. Now you're a full-grown uh, well, I'm assuming you're a woman. A woman. When you're young, you didn't have breasts. You didn't have, you know, the uh, genitals that you have today. But that is part of the evo evo uh, the body evolving, growing, changing, maturing. Evolution can come from being exposed to epigenetics, which all that means is your body has learned to adapt to its environment. But there's nothing, nothing... Um, special about the concept it's 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 what it is it's just a matter of growing and adapting um well okay if, you, if you're consuming a gene editing edited food it can affect your genetic code but these are proteins and your body has an immune response to foreign proteins so you can, your body can break a lot of that down, but eventually it can have an altering effect on the system, uh, especially if you have a weak digestive system or a weak immune system. Your immune system can stop things from happening when you consume them, but when you put them directly into the code, that's what you're doing. When you're injecting the stuff and it's going directly into the code, because you don't only have mRNA in there, you got tRNA, xNA, pNA, uh, uh, srna glrna you got a lot of different rubric nucleic acids that go right into the dna once it goes into the dna and they shut down the immune response of the dna you are now you have no defense it takes you over we have downloaded a program right into your genetic code when you eat something you have an immune response that can block or damage or, or remove whatever it considers foreign so, um, oh, for sure. Uh, healthy Irish man. Okay, see, I wasn't sure. I couldn't tell what that, that picture you got there. That's why I said, but I said Dublin. So, okay, Irish man. I'll remember that. <laughs> all right, same thing. When you were a young baby, you know, you had all the parts, but as you got older, you know, hair started to grow in different parts. All of a sudden, your body had a thermometer that it didn't have before. And when you got around women and smelt their pheromones, you had a response mechanism. That's called evolution. <laughs> Change, growth, adaptation, maturing, developing. That's all that means. Uh, if 80% of the jab, uh, population is jabbed, now those people, 10% wake up, I bet they're pretty pissed. Well, I don't think we're going to see 10%, but I do think the ones that have already woke up are pretty pissed. Um, 
maybe they can have a big impact in changing course. It all depends how much time they have left. It all depends on how much time they have left. You have to understand, most of these people are not living beyond a year and a half. I don't know why people are forgetting these simple facts. You know, they are dying. This is a gene scripting technology that is hyper accelerating them to the grave. So I'm not sure if they're going to have enough time to make any changes. And that this is all done by design because I think they would, I think they already planned that they would have realized that these, that the people would have realized that they had been taken for a ride. So there was no, whatever. I use a Van der Graaff to need to build a spike. That's uh, up to you. The Van der Graaff is plenty as far as creating a surge through the body. The spike that works on a similar pr uh, principle. When one creates a surge of a static charge, the other one spikes uh, electromagnetic pulse through. It's like a, it's a heavy spike. Works on the same principle. Um, with the Van der Graaff, you should also notice things being released from your body as well. Now, I must emphasize here. If somebody's been jabbed, do not spike them. Do not use a Van de Graaff. Do not use the bucket or the triangle. And the reason why you're not to use these things on them because this is not the same thing. The nanotechnology inside of a person's body that's been injected has been integrated with a genetic code. Once that's inserted into the DNA, it's a done deal. You cannot reverse that. And secondly, if you do somehow manage to damage the nano part of it the genetic part of it will reboot it and vice versa and you could also be you could also hyperactivate the program in these particles or uh, in these uh uh yeah particulates that have been integrated with nano and genetics that could further exasperate or speed up their uh acceleration to dying and since nobody understands genetics or nano the way they should Nobody should be fooling around with this. If you really want to do something like that, then this would be my suggestion. I'm not saying to do this. Please don't misinterpret what I'm saying here. But if you feel the need to experiment on somebody without you knowing jack shit from jack shit, then go get the three jabs and then experiment on yourself. Then if you wind up dying before your time, you can blame the injections and blame whatever you're doing. Okay, since you don't know, most people don't know enough to know anything. And, and people are so one-dimensional today in regarding to genetics and nanotechnology. Um, you know, the, the, a lot of people don't know what nanotechnology is. And we've been talking about it for 13 years. It's an operating system. It's a program operating system. It's not just metallic material. And each particle can hold up to a terabyte of data. And all it takes is an activation from frequencies to make these things uh, do whatever you want them to do. So when you're adding a genetic code with these particles and you integrate the code from the one and integrate the code from the other and insert that into the DNA, that is not like putting a, uh, a molecule inside of a tissue and it's embedded in the tissue. You have now put that code into another code and that code is rewriting the code. So remember that. This is not just metallic material. 
This is not an agglomeration or an aggregation of particulate matter that is saturating cells, tissue, organs, and blood. This is an operating system, all on its own. Lipid nanoparticle technology, what that really is, is a hard drive loaded with programming. And it's a delivery method, so it can deliver these multiple programs into the DNA. Again, you cannot remove this. Anyway, that, that is still saying that bullshit, that they can pull it out. These are shills, nothing but shills. Pure bullshit. The nano, lipid nanoparticles, once it's engaged into the DNA, it cannot be taken out. And to explain how and how that does this is really simple. When you look at DNA, it looks like a spring. And when it's ready to receive new code or new programming, it expands itself, creating tiny little splinters inside the code, like a wedge or a V. Okay, the one doctor that called it a hydra, what a dingbat. And I keep saying she's a dingbat. And she's got the hair color to prove it. When a fullerene assembles into a wedge-like material, it is ready to be embedded into the DNA once it opens up to receive that program. Once it gets into that wedged protein of the DNA, the peptides of the, of the DNA seal itself and that program is incorporated into the DNA immediately. Once the operating system has now activated the, uh, through the DNA, there is no reversing it. And what a lot of these doctors or these quacks are seeing is they're dealing with the symptoms. And this is the one thing that the medical field is notorious for. They never, ever, ever go after the cause. Even the, even the research um, on nano in the very beginning, they called it Morgellons. Morgellons is not what this is. This is nano, uh, nano programming functioning in a, in a protein environment. The researcher that looked at that looked at the 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 um, the result of the nano, the symptoms of the nano. He wasn't looking at the cause on any level. When you look at the cause, you start seeing these tiny little robots and tiny little specks of or implants and whatever. We had one uh, woman in our in our group there that was using the uh, spike and then the triangle. Uh, she pulled out an implant. She, she, she literally shattered an implant inside her body. So, again, we're talking about something that can receive a frequency, something that can receive programming through a frequency, something that can download the frequency or upload it, and it's something that can seal that program within the peptides and the code. When they're talking about a spike protein, what are they actually saying? They're saying that the code is causing a self-replication of programming of proteins within the body. How you doing there, JXV? How you doing? So when you understand that and you get that concept that you're dealing um, that you're dealing with operating systems, that's when you start to win. If you don't start dealing with these things as operating systems and nothing but heavy metals, you will lose every time.
every time. You know. So when we're looking at a lot of the stuff that we're seeing today, um, where are we seeing them come out of the body? Well, you don't really see them come out of the body because they are on a nano scale. So they will come out when you expose them to either an EMP, a high electrical surge or, or, or static charge or a spike. They will disengage that operating system and then the, immune, then the body's uh, defense mechanisms will help push them out. Now using different saline and acids in the solution will help expedite the removal a lot quicker. You'll see these things coming out of everywhere. You'll piss it out. You'll shit it out. You'll sweat it out. You'll bathe it out. You'll shower it out. You'll bucket it out. You know, it'll come out. Once that comes out, you, you can then put it under a scope. And we'll say you're doing a bucket. And you're not seeing anything. Take a sample of that water and put it under a scope. You might be surprised. Yeah, dust in the toilet. All kinds of stuff. You might be surprised what has let go. Now, take your age. No matter how old you are. If you were born after, after 1959, take your age. That's how long you've been exposed to nano. Who is he? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Jeez. Oh, you're not distracting me. You're good. I'm just trying to see where is he? <laughs> Point him out. <laughs> Point him out. So, under comments, what? I gotta find this guy. Okay, hold on. Okay. Ah, oh, there he is. Oh, him. <laughs> okay. All right. We're good. We are good. Uh, when we're looking at a lot of stuff, too, we are. Um, When we're looking at a lot of the stuff that we're dealing with today, um, what's her name? How you doing? Alien? No. I can't make out what that is. Hold on a second. <laughs> um, ashes to ashes, dust to, yeah. Well, it's it will come out that way. And if you're using the sodium thiosulfate as well with this nano to help expunge your intestinal tract, um, you know, it you'd be surprised again what will come out. Uh, well, detoxifying every day is a little nuts. Doing it, let's say, on the weekend deal is fine. Because you got to remember, okay, let's say you're using the sodium thiosulfate. You now have to reload electrolytes. You now have to reload uh, bacteria back in the gut because that's one detoxifying agent that's very powerful and takes everything out. 
So I, and you got to remember, you are still living, working, and doing whatever you got to do. So I would suggest if you're going to do it, take a time, um, take a time to, um, or designate a time, a time period, do it for that time period, and then take a break, you know. Or let's say you're working all week and you're off on the weekend. Do it on the weekends. What helps detox, detox dogs? Believe it or not, fiber. So the best thing you might want to give your dog is applesauce, pectin. Um, you can put a little onion with it. We have seen, uh, we've seen that works well too. A lot, of, same with cats. You know, cats, these are carnivores. Cats and dogs are carnivores. So when they are in the wild, they eat meat. They're meat eaters. They pre they're predators for meat. But for them to detox, what do they do? They'll go out and eat. They'll chew on grasses and they'll eat the grasses and they'll either shit or puke it up, puke out whatever's st stuck in the gut. Again, it's a binding agent. So things like pectin you can give to both a cat and dog. Um, I would give them MSM. It's a sulfur that will go in and help, again, clear them up. And you should do that regularly and make sure your cats and dogs are not eating cooked vegetables or dehydrated vegetables because that's nothing but sugar for them. And they don't have a digestive system to break that down. You can give them dairy, like fermented dairy. You can get, unless you get, unless you're getting it from a cow. Um, you can, um, you can uh, give them cheese. You can give them meat. Organ meat is a, is iffy. If I was going to give an animal organ meat today, I would actually uh, pulse it first, putting it through an electrical charge. Because you got to remember, organ meats is where all the uh, toxins and pollutants collect in the body. Um, so again, you you definitely don't want to be you don't want to be eating them. And if you and if you are going to give them for for whatever reason, then you might want to detoxify these things to the best you can. Um, Using either a either the spike or some sort of a, a EMP technology, um, again to help remove the um, some of the components in the meat. I have done it with myself. I bought in veal from the store, and I put in put the veal in this water solution with uh, salt, uh, just straight salt, and maybe a, a little vinegar, and or citric acid. Or sorry, citric acid, and I have pulsed them. Um, pulse, I pulse the veal for about an hour and a half. And when I get done, I can see all kinds of metallic shit coming from the, from the veal. Um, so yeah, you can do that as well. Um, how much MSM for a dog? It's usually based on weight, but it's a water soluble. So, um, um, I would say give him a teaspoon, you know. Uh, mix it in the food. Uh, anything, anything of that, uh, anything of that effect, you know. So, um, give me one second here. I got. I'm in the dark. <laughs> Feel like a mushroom. There we go. All righty. I'm in the light. I'm in the light. All righty.
How many of you, I'm going to ask this question, how many of you have been feeling the floors vibrating where you live? You know, how many of you, um, how many of you been feeling that lately? Um, kind of curious. And if you are feeling it, where are you feeling it from? I mean, what area are you from if you're feeling it? I believe in Dr. Roger Hodgkins in Alberta was quite on top of the dangers and warned people we are playing with fire with, G, with his gene therapy. I only heard about him today, but not sure yet if he has, has any. No, there is no solution. Any doctor that's going to tell you they, they've got a solution for this are full of shit. Um, you know, the, you're talking about your code. And you're talking about inserting the code uh, directly into the DNA. There is no way you can get this out. Um, Dr. I think Tenpenny also. Dr. Tenpenny, I think that's the one. She's sort of a heavy set doctor, kind of blondish hair. She's, uh, she's the only one that I have heard make the, make the comment that this is this cannot be moved it cannot be removed now i've heard all these other whack jobs say that they can pull it out but that's nothing but a money scam um yeah definitely um uh, okay san francisco's feeling the shaking of the floor yeah it's going on here too none is getting hammered i feel vibrating uh, by by us, if some Maryland not here, not where I live. Okay, frequency. Um, the moment I felt in uh, in the Midwest and felt my whole body in a vortex pulse when uh, camping outside. Later, I heard about the radar. Okay. Uh, I've been feeling my brain rattling since about the past year before you started talking about the next rat. Okay. Uh, where's that at? I'm finally feeling the four vibrations in Orlando. Okay. That's good. See, I'm trying to get a, I'm trying to get a geographical, um, fix. Uh, okay. Maryland, Orlando, Netherlands, California, uh, Kentucky, what do you know? Yeah, you're going to hear the frequencies. Well, you're not really hearing the frequencies. What you're actually, what actually is going on is your brain is being hit with these frequencies and you're picking up on that uh, assault to the brain. Okay, so yeah, exhaustion is part of it because you're being hit with radiation. So you are going to feel more drained. You may wake up in, uh, with aches and pains. You may wake up a little bit disorientated, um, you know, for sure. So, okay, 2400. Okay, I find here um, they start around 9-ish, 10 o'clock, and they get, they get consistent, and between 3 and 5 in the morning, they are hammering the shit out of the area here. 
because I'm usually up to about 6 a.m. every day. So I get to I get to feel it all throughout the whole night. And it, during the day, you'll constantly there's a constant um, pulsing here too. My husband mowed a lawn and sh and shook all over there. Are you kidding? Wow. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, yeah. Kind of curious because I, I even got people I know everywhere uh, are are telling me they're getting something. You know. So I just wanted to put, you know, put that out there tonight to see who's who's feeling what. So that's a pretty pretty broad area um, that we're everybody is uh, responding to. Are eye problems a part of it? I know a lot of people with eye problems who are never had them before. Yeah, there's it will affect the eyes because of the metallic material, the nano material in the in the eyes from the nanoparticles you have to remember the air itself is saturated with high levels of uh nanites that are in the air uh and so the best way to reduce that is to take either uh msm one level teaspoon of msm to 100 mils of water which is about three three and a half ounces of water Dissolve that and use it as an eye wash. The, the sulfur will act as a chelating binding agent to remove the stuff out of the eyes. Don't be surprised if you do it at night before going to bed. You wake up and you got this crust in the corner of your eye. That means it has, again, flushed it. The other thing you can also use is just use regular sea salt. Uh, again, about a teaspoon of that level, not a, not a, not a heaping, level. And... Um, same thing, put it in the water and dissolve it and, again, use it as an eye wash. That will also help dramatically. Some people are using silver. is not a good idea because most of the silver products you're buying today are nothing but nano silver. And that nano silver will by bypass the membranes of your eye and go directly to your brain. If it says 10 to 30 part per million, do not use it. Um, Oh, good. Yeah, I'd, I'd be curious to your, uh, your results, which are 6G Shield. I finally caught you live. <laughs> well, the last I checked, I haven't, I'm not dead yet, so I'm, I'm still very much alive. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, anyway... Um. <laughs> they are working on killing me. Well, you're not alone. Hey, Burl, you're not alone. You know, they're working on killing all of us. Um. Six G six G shield helps against the uh, worst frequency hit, but. Uh, will will still feel the attack. You'll feel it to some level. If it if it's a big enough shield, it should deflect it. All depends how big the shield is. Um, the um, if there's any part of you, I mean, there's one. There's ways of doing it where if you got say small squares, let's say eight by eleven or twelve by twelve, and you make the shielding. 
and you plant them on every wall and ceiling and floor and have that run to a ground, what will happen is um, it should hit the plates and then redirect to your ground. Now, some of it may still get through, but it'll be, it will have been um, made impotent. It won't have the effect or the potency that it would have had if there was nothing there. 5G will not get past your house. Okay, Even the guy that was talking about it in the development stages, he says, your house will neutralize 5G. 6G, it won't. 6G is a whole different animal. And they, when they were installing these 5G technologies, the 6G was already uh, um, uh uh, hold on a second here. The, um, the, um, I was going to say the 6G, he said they implemented that into the tech. And it was, we had no tech at that time that needed. So it was only, it was there. And he said it was the weapon of a government. They were salivating over it. Aha. Uh -huh. There we go. So, um, yeah. So the 6G is the one everybody needs to be aware of. Um, does MSM fight colon cancer? It can help. Uh, it can help in fighting it uh, if it's combined with vitamin C. Um, and other enzymes, it can help. Uh, you got to remember, D, uh, MSM will turn into DMSO. So DMSO acts as a solvent. So if you're taking vitamin C with it, it should carry the C into the cells to neutralize the cancers. But make sure you change the diet. No bread, no pasta, no rice, no cereal, no grain, no oat, no wheat, no barley, no rye, no quinoa, no buckwheat, no millet. None of that. None of that. Um, most of those foods have been genetically altered, engineered, or modified in such a way that if you eat these things and then take some kind of dairy, you will have a reaction. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of things that will deal with colon cancer. Sometimes a simple, uh, sodium thiosulfate to clean it out and then reload it with the proper bacteria could be enough to do it. Sometimes drinking the SCAC tea is enough to do it. Uh, sometimes taking the defraction myotaki by itself may be enough to do it. The key to any cancer, any cancer is to eliminate the epigenetic effect or exposure. Whatever the host has been exposed to will further exasperate the condition. So once you remove the cause, this is a key word here. See, basically what we're doing here is we're going after the cancer to eliminate it. But in order to really stop it, you have to now go after the cause. If the cause of the cancer is eating soy, if the cause of the cancer is eating any kind of grain, pasta, rice, cereal, and all the other things I mentioned, that's the cause. 
then you have to eliminate the cause. Most of the intestinal cancers, esophageal, stomach, and thymus, and thyroid cancers are usually based from soy, any kind of soy. So that's where a lot of that will come from. Um, good enough. Um, yeah, this 6, 6G was actually out by 1952. It's, it's soy sauce, soy based. Mm -hmm. you're, you're kidding, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> they had to be kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, let's say let's go into another aspect of cancer, okay? It's just, there seems to be so many of them from what they tried to tell us. Most cancers today are caused by uh, environmental toxins. And most of those toxins are nano-related. Nano Let's say you have somebody working in a factory. And that factory is emitting dust particles or smoke. A lot of times that's carrying with it nano particulate matter that's being either breathed in or exposed to the skin. Sometimes you're in a factory and a person's working in a paint shop or a place that requires solvents, and these solvents are now inhaled, which also get into the liver, which also can get into the brain. So a lot of the cancers that are there were caused by environmental or uh, epigenetic factors that affected the genetic code and damaged the body, you know. Um, so the idea here is to remember that it's the cause you're looking for. If you got indigestion, why do you have indigestion? That's not, that's the thing you got to, you can take baking soda and enzymes and you can take acids to break down whatever's in the gut. But then you got to start asking the question, why is it that every time I eat this particular food, I'm having indigestion. Is it the food itself? Or is it what they did to the food? Or is it what's in the food? See, these are things you have to ask. Okay, I bought some Macintosh apples yesterday. Now, I don't normally buy fruit, but I will, at the odd time, make exceptions. I was buying clementines, but every time I ate these clementines, they were coming out as much as, much as I put in was coming out, so I quit eating them. So I bit into the apple, and instead of the apple having a certain texture, semi-soft, not it was like chewing on a piece of cardboard. So I realized that what had happened there was they had irradiated this with some sort of microwave. So what did I do? I put it in uh, a blender, and I added an onion with it, turned it, uh, uh, what else did I put in there? And I added cinnamon. So I blended it down into a mush, and then I ate it that way. This way I broke down the fibers that were in that apple and that onion. I had quercetin from both the apple and the onion. 
and I was able to break it down and, and digest it. So a lot of things you're buying today may be irradiated, causing that kind of issue. How many of you bought pears, and you peel a pear and you bite into the thing, and you about, just about lose a tooth? That's because the fibers and the, the proteins in the uh, pear and the sugars in the pear have glycated from, from exposure to radiation. Again, these are things to pay attention to. Um, avocados, the worst. What do you mean the worst? <laughs> Explain yourself. Because <laughs> somebody's going to want to know what, what you mean. <laughs> oh, hard. I, you know what? <coughs> Excuse me. I don't buy an avocado. I rarely buy avocado. Because every time I look at an avocado, all I see is roadmaps of nano all over it. So I think, well, look at it, and it just, it just turns me off. Um, I used to buy these, uh, used to go to these Asian markets. I used to buy these Chinese apples. They look like pears. Well, I quit buying the, that kind of stuff from China anymore because I don't trust it anymore. <laughs> yeah, if they taste like nothing, that's another sign. And I noticed that the Macintosh I ate, yes, it had some flavor, but it was dull. Like it had been uh, dulled down a lot. So when I added the onion to it again and, and turned it into a mulch, it um, basically just became a fiber. Tony, what do you it? What do I it? I'm not sure what it means. So you might want to be clear on that because I could go into some real dark stuff. <laughs> what do I eat? He said eat. Okay. Um, my diet is consistently mostly fat and protein, animal protein. I do eat the odd potato. Um, I will... Eat the odd fruit rarely anymore. But in a lot of meat I buy, I don't buy from the store. Once in a while I do. Um, like I will buy veal. I, I don't like buying the veal, but when I look at veal comparing it to other meat, it ha would have the least amount of hormones in it. But what the um, but the veal actually should be milk-fed, not grain-fed. And unfortunately, they're feeding them grain. So I don't buy it that often. Now, if I go to a farm... I will buy lamb from a farm. I have a buddy of mine that raises sheep in Kingston, and he's using a bricks method of raising his sheep, which means that he's got 12 acres of different grasses, which have different nutrient value, and he has them eat on each acre every day. So when I get lamb from him, it almost looks like a, a steak, hardly any marble at all, and any meat that's got a lot of marble, it will indicate to you that it's been... High levels of antibiotic and genetics in that meat. That's why I quit buying that New Zealand shit. It, it, it's just garbage. Um, uh, the um, <laughs> Haggis. <laughs> I can't make any comment one way or the other. All I can do is laugh. <laughs> Anyway, um, so I will eat meat. I eat my diet is primarily poultry. 
uh, eggs, uh, cheese, yogurts, uh, fermented dairy. I was getting unpasteurized milk for a while. Uh, and the farm I was getting it from was all grass fed. They did feed it grain in the winter. So in the winter months, I wouldn't buy it. But in the summer months, I would. Um, my diet's relatively simple. I don't really, you know, once in a while, I do go out to eat with some friends. But usually where I go are shawarma places that I'm familiar with that aren't microwaving their food. They actually cook it on the grill. Um and usually it's a, a, a beef shawarma. Uh, sometimes I'll go to a Greek restaurant once in the blue moon and get the, uh, what do you call that, the gyro. Because they're usually using a lamb mixture. Uh, but again, I don't eat any bread. I don't take any buns. I don't take any of their, it's just meat. Um, I don't, like I said, my diet is really, really simple. I don't get caught up in a lot of things. Well, you know, there are some things that I may miss or some dishes I may miss, but I don't, generally speaking, I don't really miss miss hardly. See, these days I'm hardly, I hardly have an appetite anyway. So um, I'm going to email to schedule a consultation. I've got to think about how to explain my situation. Okay. How safe is pork from supermarket? How safe is anything from a supermarket? I mean, you don't really know where it's coming from. Uh, I'm not a pork eater. I don't eat pork. I don't, I don't uh, discourage it, but I, I don't eat it. Um, um. <laughs> Tony, I love your mother's character. You didn't grow up with her. <laughs> I can handle her now because I'm grown and I don't live with her. <laughs> so um, get back to pork. Pork products I don't normally eat. Uh, simply for the reason, not because I'm, I'm, I'm Hebrew or uh, have that kind of thing. Pork has a high sugar content to it as well. Uh, the only thing I might eat from pork, uh, I will eat gelatin, porcine gelatin. That I will use because that's broken down to basically a peptide. So there's nothing left of the pig. I will use lard. Mm. It's a saturated fat. It has a lot of uh, good properties. And once in a blue moon, and I got really, and I really have to be in a mood for it, uh, bacon. Uh, I won't eat sausages, and I won't eat pork chops because, like I said, there's too much sugar in the meat. And uh, and depending what, where they're getting their pork from, you know, it's one thing when you know a farmer, and you know what they're feeding the animal. It's another thing when you're <clears throat> getting it from a grocery store, because again, it's all mass production, right? So. Best water filter system to purchase. Uh, the only two I go with is distilled uh, or reverse osmosis. The only two I go with. All that fat six to your waist. It depends. Um, it depends. If you're sitting on your ass doing nothing, you'll definitely, you know, I like cream. Uh, that's the other thing I'll do. I, I'm, a, I'm a cream junkie. Okay, you give me a 35%. Uh, Meadowbrook cream or Harmony cream here in Canada. It's got nothing in it except cream. And you shake that up, I can drink a gallon of that without without blinking. You know, I but the problem with that is if I drink a gallon of that, I'd have to drink about a fifth of brandy to burn it up because if I don't, I'll gain about five thousand pounds. 
that's the only drawback with drinking cream. But I love cream. You know, I can drink that forever. Um, what is your opinion about activated charcoal? I depending what you're doing with it. Um, the see charcoal it isn't a detoxifier like other detoxifiers. Charcoal, what it does is actually attracts or leads toxins to it. So that's how it works. Now, it has its pros and cons. Uh, it can be on a nano scale. Nanocarbon is never something to be utilizing. I rarely will use charcoal. I'll use sodium thiosulfate or I'll use pectin. I find sodium thiosulfate is far, far more effective in removing toxins and charcoal is, and um, sodium thiosulfate will even remove from the body cyanide poisoning. So there's another one called DPTA. It's good for removing radiation from the body. You got EDTA, which I think is better than charcoal as well. So charcoal is, I mean, if that's all you can afford, but I really don't like using it because of the carbon content in it. And because of the nano uh, aspect to it. Well, for cleaning water, uh, provided you got another filter after the charcoal to collect the charcoal dust, yeah, it should work. Um, so, anyway, the. Holy cow. Um, Do I prefer synthetic B12 or natural? I use the metal co cobalamin uh, form of it or cyan cobalamin, blue cobalt. Um, B12 is a funny, funny nutrient. That one needs bacteria to absorb. So if you're taking any kind of B12, doesn't matter what the format is, if it's not mixed in a bacterium menstruum of some kind, you're going to absorb very little of it. Uh, so I have used B12. I didn't know there was a natural form of it. Uh, again, I'd have to look at that. But the forms I know are cyanocobalamin, methylcobalamin. There's another one that starts with an H. And it seems to work when adding them to a yogurt or a kefir or any kind of fermented uh, dairy or, probi or probiotic. Uh, allowing them to absorb for about a day and then utilizing them. You know, so um, I'd have to see this, their source of natural because a lot of times our bodies don't see any difference between certain synthetics and natural. B1, B5, B12, vitamin C, you know, whether it's an ascorbic acid form of it or whatever, the body only recognizes the molecule. So a lot of times what they emphasize is bullshit. They're selling you on a concept or an idea, but when you actually look at biology and how the bi our biology works with some of these things, you'll find that a lot of what they're selling is just useless. Totally useless. So, uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, natural doesn't really mean anything either. Let me emphasize something to you before you get caught up in the term natural. 
Cyanide is, comes from natural sources. Are you going to eat it? I will eat apple seeds two or three a day that hasn't been sprayed because it has cyanide in it. Now, <clears throat> sprouts. They tell you to eat sprouts, but sprouts are highly loaded with arsenic. Now, a little arsenic will benefit you. A lot of arsenic will kill you. So again, the concept of natural is based on what you're calling natural and how you're using it. There are some things in the world that's natural. For instance, cow shit is natural, but I'm not going to go eat any of it. I don't care what's in it. So like I said, don't get caught up on that. Get caught up on bi biology uh, and physiology. Does the body see any difference between B12 and this form or that form? Uh, the bioavailability. Okay, for instance, certain minerals have a low bioavailability until you add an acid to them. For instance, magnesium oxide is very poorly absorbed. Calcium carbonate, very poorly absorbed. Potassium carbonate, very poorly absorbed. But <coughs> take those same minerals and add an acid to them, citric acid, malic acid, ascorbic acid, um, any acid really, acetic acid, and now you've turned these poorly absorbed nutrients into a very high bioavailable uh, form that your body can use. So that's how you got to start thinking when you're talking health. You know, getting caught up in something being natural or synthetic, then you, like I said, the next step for you to be looking at is not because Dr. So-and-so said it, because Dr. So-and-so is trying to sell you some pills. All these doctors in the health industry are full of shit, most of them. So all they're trying to do is sell you shit that you, you know, again, it's all about programming to buy their shit. Look at Mercola. Mercola's got all kinds of crap, and his stuff has got silica dioxide in it, titanium dioxide. It's all garbage. And then he, and then he has the audacity to complain about magnesium stearate. And nobody ever took the time to look up magnesium stearate, which is basically a magnesium in an acid form. And the interesting thing about it is your heart needs both magnesium and stearic acid so when he's talking the stuff he's talking he's just selling you his brand of bullshit so like i said this is where you got to start thinking in terms of biologically or physiologically biochemically does your body see a difference and if it doesn't then why would this one be better than that one and if you're looking at the components how should you be taking these supplements in order for them to be more effective? Okay. Yeah, I, I heard that too. That's why one of the reasons why I took them off. And I had somebody in his uh, used his product. Poor people use his products. Uh, I didn't know at the time what was in them, and they all suffered some side effects. So uh, again, I don't know. I personally don't know what he got in it. Um, so whatever, you know, he's got in there. That's something he's going to have to deal with. Um, CMOS gel. Uh, I've heard of CMOS. Um, so like I said, when we're dealing with, when we're dealing with taking supplements, I'll give you another example. B1 is a very powerful B1, a B vitamin. Does a lot of things for the body. One of the things it does is it reverses glycation 
from the cells, from the protein and, and carbohydrates, sugars. <coughs> Excuse me. Give me one second. So in order to make the B1 more potent, add sulfur to it, any sulfur, garlic, onion, quercetin, uh, NAC, alpha lipoic acid, taurine, MSM. So if you combine the ratio 10, uh, 10 to 1, so for instance, 1,000 milligrams of MSM with 100 milligrams of B1, you'll find that it will amplify B1 13 times. So in other words, that 100 milligram of B vitamin that you took has now the equivalent of 1.3 grams or 1,300 milligrams of the same thing. Um, I crave bell peppers so badly in my mind influenced by the pre no you're just you're just addicted <laughs> you're a junkie you're just a junkie look everybody that is changing their diet being mediterranean i had to struggle for a year with bread because growing up in a mediterranean family everything had to have bread pasta have bread Meat, you had bread. Soup, you had bread. Potato, you had bread. Uh, if you were if you were hungry, you made a sandwich. If uh, you ate pizza, you ate um, panzerottis, ravioli, whatever. That was all bread. Um, yep. So that took a year. The first four months uh, was one week eating bread, eight weeks not eating. And then finally after the fourth month, I said, I'm done. Then I had, I had eight months of psycholo psychology to get over. And that's that indicated, and I'll tell you, when I drove by a Tim Hortons and they were baking, baking uh, uh, bagels. One of my favorite things is bagels with 5,000 pounds of butter, garlic powder, and cheese. So I would start salivating like a junkie. So I knew I was hooked. I had an addiction. So that's what you're dealing with, you know. So definitely, definitely. Any brandy hangover. What do you mean hangover cures? What are you doing getting a hangover? How are you getting a hangover? How much of this shit you're drinking? <laughs> Egg. Scrambled eggs and sulfur. Uh, if you're going to be binging on alcohol, which isn't a good idea, but being Irish and being in Ireland, that's probably normal over there. Uh, take B1, take NAC, and take vitamin C before and after you drink. That should reduce the uh, negative effects of the alcohol if you overdo it. You know, NAC 500 milligrams, vitamin C 1,000 milligrams, and B1 100 milligrams. Do it before and after and before bed, unless you're going to bed. So this will help, this should help alleviate that issue. Um, 
I don't know. I guess that's pretty. Do, did we cover everything? <laughs> Are you done hearing me talk? <laughs> any, uh, any thoughts on this hurricane about to hit here in Florida? Well, uh, are you prepared for it? You know, talk about Russia. We should all be moving to Russia, all of us. We should be supporting Putin. Some of you are saying I'm crazy. I'm saying I'm the same one. Same one. How many of you read the history of the Second World War? <clears throat> the real history. <clears throat> How many actually read what happened when Hitler took over initially? <clears throat> he stopped the Zionist banks from bleeding Germany down. In five years, they had the most robust economy going. And then the same thing began to happen because he wasn't complying with the new world order of the day. <clears throat> they started an agenda to assault him. Now, at the time, the United States was a neutral country. And it didn't get involved in the war until halfway through it. But Churchill provoked Hitler and kept on bombing Hitler. Hitler didn't want any war. All he wanted was to preserve the German heritage. That was it. Now, I'm not saying he was a good guy, bad guy, or whatever, but his intent was to get Germans back in Germany and keep them in a German country prospering and so they weren't going to be held hostage to the zionist banks that were controlling the time now zionism does has nothing to do with uh, being a hebrew or israel zionism is just like the illuminati's freemasons uh, in a demonic individual group that was controlling the financial institutions of the day even the catholic church was suffering under the hands of the Zionist banks, they were starting. They were starting to possess the lands that the churches had because the church borrowed so much money from the banks they couldn't even pay the interest. So when Hitler was going to war, he got endorsed by the um, by the uh, by the Pope. Nothing's changed. This is the same rerun all over again. This time round, it's Russia. Okay, this time round, it's Russia. And it's being played out the exact same way. No different. And if everyone would quit believing the media, the Western media, the East, and take a look at what's really going on in the Ukraine, nothing's really going on. It's all being orchestrated to start World War Three or World War Four. Look what's going on with China and Taiwan. Take a look at there. I was watching a sci-fi called Sisyphus. It was a Korean sci-fi about people from the future coming back to the past because Korea, South Korea, was devastated by a nuclear strike from North Korea. All of Korea was wiped out. <clears throat> what was interesting in that sci-fi, because I pay attention to sci-fi, not for entertainment content before <clears throat> technical content they mentioned october 31st at least 20 times in the first two segments 
Now we're talking using nuclear arms. Russia's talking about using nuclear arms to, to, to defend its territory. China's talking about invading Taiwan. It only makes sense that North Korea would fire missiles at Japan and South Korea in order to neutralize their offensive on, on China. And that would allow China to move all the way down to Indonesia, uh, basically gridlocking Australia, New Zealand, and the United States military on the outer perimeter. So we're living in precarious times, to say the least. And the Bible does talk about an invasion in the Middle East with Gog and Magog, and that could be interpreted China and Russia. Uh, it could be Uran uh, uh, Iran and Russia. Or it could be all three of them. Yeah, you know, just think about that for a minute. So we are living in a time that possibly we, we may see some event like this. So as far as Russia is concerned, oh well, you know, it, this is it, the show must go on. As far as Nord Stream goes, um, again, this could be another thing to instigate Russia into a war. Mm. That's that's how I'm interpreting this now. Everything else, everything that we have seen in the last 2.9 years has been a lie. Everything has been inverted. Why would I believe the Western media on anything? They told us 2.9 years ago that it would be a two-week curve. Then they told us we had to take these shots. Then these shots were going to protect us from corona. Look at everybody dying off today. So I wouldn't believe anything the media says. I don't believe any politicians. I don't give a shit what their stripe is. I don't care if they're liberal, Democrat, Republican, or conservative. They're all full of shit. All of them. And to get caught up in being polarized by that bullshit, you're, you're asking for trouble. Because that's what they want you to do. Us against them. Keep you divided. Open your eyes. It doesn't matter who's in power. They're all controlled by corporations and banks. All of them. And this World Economic Forum, is, you know, they said themselves, they have penetrated Canada. So, you know, when we're looking at the, um, when we're looking at what's going on today, doesn't matter who's in power, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. You're going to be the one losing. You know, I'd start stockpiling water. I'd start stockpiling foods. You know, what about the what? Senomix and the foods. I'm not sure what that is. Um, will, I, will Israel be in? Of course they're going to be in, but they're involved now. Israel's helping orchestrate this war. They're trying to create a shift in the Middle East so that Israel can absorb more land. This is all theatrics. All that we're seeing is nothing but a bunch of bullshit. All of it. They're trying to restructure and reset the that part of the world so that the banks can have better control. Because you have to understand something. In the Middle East, they are against being paying interest. The Muslims in the Middle East, and they got it right. The Muslims in the Middle East have got it right. When they borrow money, they don't pay interest. They pay back the money that was borrowed to them. This interest thing is nothing but a money maker for the game or for the bank. 
to keep you in constant slavery. So if they destroy the Middle East, Israel, Israel will sit there laughing. And if the banks take over the Middle East, then guess what? They'll have those people enslaved. So we're not, again, you got to look at the big picture here, why things are happening. China wants to run that, that Silk Road through the Middle East. But it doesn't want to have to pay a rate every time they're using the shipping lane or a trucking lane to go through there. So if they take that out, China controls it. This next war, this next physical war, my, in my perspective anyway, my opinion, is going to destroy both China, not China, destroy Russia and, and the United States. Because China and, uh, not China, so Russia and the United States are the only two contending forces that can control China. India is not prepared yet to be able to do that. You know. So, uh, oh yeah, I, I definitely would, today, well, shouldn't say one or the other in my mind what are we bringing a child into today think about this for one minute they're going to have 72 injections by the time they finish high school they're going to have close to 30 32 to 35 injections by the time they get out of the hospital they're already going to be genetically engineered before they even get out of the hospital and then if you don't have them uh <clears throat> If you don't have them in the school system, then the government's going to come looking for them anyway. How does a cell phone read? It doesn't read your DNA. It integrates with your DNA. DNA is a frequency. It just hacks it, just like you, like anything else. When you push a button on a remote control, you send a frequency or signal to the TV to, to access it, to turn it on and change the channels and raise and lower the volume. Your cell phone does the same thing. The moment you put that in your hand, it now integrates with you. How screwed is Europe? Um, I think it depends what you're calling Europe. I think it depends what you're calling Europe. Europe, Europe has never been free. Since the Second World, Europe has been controlled by the United States. So, has Europe ever been not screwed? It's a better question. Where the Europeans made a mistake, and a bad one, in my mind, <coughs> is they never developed their own military. They should have developed a united force to defend all of Europe instead of having it under one umbrella called NATO. They should have had their own military contingency. But again, that was probably controlled. So, um, well, okay, that's natural flavor. And if you look at a lot of your labels, some things don't have that in it, natural or artificial flavor. 
Some things just don't have it in it, or they're not labeling it one or the other. But let me put it to you this way. If you're not stockpiling anything, if they do drop a nuke or drop something and you do happen to survive, you're, 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 you're going to have slim pickings. It's not like you're going to go to a Walmart and pick up your groceries or a Kmart or a Target. You know, start stockpiling. Look at your food. Look at your potatoes, your canned potatoes. Look at your goods. You know, if it's not listed, then assume that it isn't there. It could be, but if it's not, usually they list the natural and artificial flavoring. It's usually listed right on there. And that's where that comes from. So, but you got to start. Get powdered milk, canned milk. Canned milk will have your vitamin A and vitamin D, which will go a long way in protecting your adrenals and your immune system. You know, start grabbing bags of, you know, tea bags or, or tea leaves, whatever, like regular tea, coffee, stockpile that. That's all barterable. Start stockpiling tobacco. That's barterable. Alcohol, you know. Yeah. They, well, they do have a cinnamon flavor as well, but Coca-Cola, Pepsi-Cola, Campbell's Soup, and there was a couple other ones. They were all using um, aborted baby proteins to create the flavors that you're tasting in their products. Nestle's was another one. So, like I said, you know, avoid this, this kind of stuff. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yuck, I didn't know. <laughs> Yum, yum, have a baby. <laughs> have another. <laughs> yeah, artificial natural flavor is a, again, a cover-up for aborted baby or fetal cells that they're using to flavor their foods. You know, so again, you know, this is where your due diligence is required. Sometimes artificial natural flavor could be anything in the lab can even be beaver anus. They take the anal, anal glands of a beaver and they use it to, for a flavoring agent. Yum, yum. <laughs> Have some beaver. <laughs> My son is eating Campbell's soup now. Mmm, boarded baby. Yum, yum. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, Pepsi and Coke should be able to do that really well because of the phosphorus and citric acid uh, loaded into it. So you add a little baking soda into the drain, pour it in there, it should have a reaction. Should be able to open up everything. So, yep. The, um, well, make your own baking soda. Uh, make your own uh, toothpaste. All you need is baking soda. You know, get some damp baking soda, dip your toothbrush in, just, again, brush your teeth with it. Or better yet, take some phosphorus with some uh, uh, baking soda and just swish your mouth. You don't really need to brush unless you got stuff really clogged inside your teeth. Just, you know, just rinse them out. You know, the, the idea of brushing also, again, it's a double sword. The dentists know if you keep brushing your teeth, you'll wear you'll wear them down. So you know, 
These are things to consider. No, why would it? The things that make teeth hard are sodium and phosphorus. As long as you're not putting an activator in there like an acid, you'll be fine. If you dissolve a little baking soda with a little phosphorus and just swish your mouth, you'd be surprised how healthy your teeth look and in some cases may even heal cavities. Yep, that'll work too. Yep. So is, so is H2O. Um, good to hear. Uh, as a starter as, as a starter own the real estate market what would you advise to do in declining housing market I just I would just live in a mobile home until these houses collapsed I don't even want a house I prefer to live in a mobile home with a container as a garage to store my stuff in a workshop but as far as a house is concerned you got to remember something. A house is nothing but a tether. <clears throat> Another means of controlling you. Do you want to be in debt for the next 30 years or 100 years? And if they have their way, you're not going to be able to buy a house or own a house anyway. If you can get something and pay it off in three, three to five years, you're far further ahead. You know... How do I get rid of the numbness from Novocaine from the dental? You know what? That I don't know for sure. Uh, through this nano, I discovered that the Novocaine never leaves your gums. So you have to find some ways to be able to bleed that out. Um, and again, I'm not sure exactly the best way to do that. You may, like I said, maybe a simple gargle with a, a essential oil that will penetrate into the gum line to release it may work. They tell you your body will break it down, but I don't think it does. Like I said, I've had my work teeth worked on 30 years ago, and I had the stuff release when the nano came out. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> essential oil, you know, any, any essential oil. Diluted uh, in alcohol, vodka, and then just give yourself a swish. Um, what's a good substitute for hair grease? People are still using hair grease? You're kidding. Just use a light oil, almond oil. Uh, we show you on my YouTube channel how to make a copper mesh that you can put over your head. Um... Uh, I forget where it's under. It's under someone. It's either in. It's probably both in BitChute and YouTube. But I forgot what it's called. But we show you. How, I show you how to build it. Uh, so, alrighty. I think. Wow, we've been here almost two hours. Can you believe this? I didn't think the show would go thirty minutes. <laughs> and we got fifty-four people in today. Yay! And we've had two hundred and sixty-three engagements. I don't know if that's good or bad. It means somebody was somebody was listening. Um, what is the best natural coagulates for DVT? What's DVT? 
Now, oil pulling may help. That's a good idea. Will I do more lives? Yes, I will. Uh, what I'm going to be doing, just to give you everybody a heads up, I will the night before uh, or whenever, I will put, I will send a broadcast email out to let everybody know because I can't, the notifications on Podbean doesn't work. I cannot get it to work. So I will send out a, uh, a broadcast email. Uh, for now, I may just do it twice a week to see how it goes. If it increases, then, I'll, then maybe I'll drop, because um, I'm still going to be doing the other pods. So if this increases, then I'll, I'll drop one of the other ones and maybe incorporate maybe three of these a week and two of the other or whatever. So I'm just going to see how this goes. Um, I wasn't even sure how many people were going to see today. I wasn't sure if this thing was going to even work. But that's not bad for an experiment for the first, first time. Uh, 54 just through a simple email broadcast. So, um, And if you guys tell everybody else about it, that will you know get get the listenership going, so that you can you know now we can now we can get into some more diverse conversations. Um, I may bring in topics of certain um, maybe supplements that you may not have heard of that have been around a long time ago that had a lot of benefit. Um, there's one called Innocent I N O S I N E. You might want to look that up and if you can locate a bulk outlet that sells it not the stuff being sold in the health food store that's what that's where you want to go look for it um i'm always uh okay a friend of mine uh be the light she was on a little while ago i know she's still in here um i don't i haven't seen her she's probably buried oh yeah there you are right there okay i see her uh, she's here. Uh, she was the one who got me on this, uh, got me turned to um, this ionizer from Wing. Now, I was using an ionizer. Now, I was using a battery-operated one. And I just ordered a rechargeable one. Now, I will give you this little tidbit. You may want to take it to heart. When you're going out and about, um, when you're going out and about, uh, wear an ionizer. This is one of the things you can use to protect yourself. And, okay, these wean products are saying they put a 50-foot barrier in front of you. So that may protect a lot of you from any kind of jumping or contact. These are things you want to wear. Now, doesn't mean it'll stop at 100%. It'll stop whatever's coming environmentally. Now, if you're eating something that somebody picked up at a grocery store and put back down, you can still make the contact. That's why we show you the spike and the surge. So this would be a good idea for a lot of you to start looking at things of this nature. Um, and again, if, you, if you're looking at buying bulk products, yeah, on my other pod show, there's a 10% link there. You can get your stuff from Pure Bulk. So, again, start looking for sources that are as clean as possible or as effective as possible when you're doing stuff. This way, you do everything you can to optimize protection so you're not violated or compromised. 
And that's probably the best thing I could tell you. Um, <coughs> All righty. Okay, so that did work. All right, so I will do it again. I will broadcast it that way. Uh, and again, share the links with your friends. Um, and we'll go from there. All right, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to wind her down. Um, so... I guess I'm not sure I want to wind this down. Anyway, um, I was going to try to figure a way to market this thing just for a donation uh, level. I don't know how to do that yet either, so i got to figure this thing out. But anyway, I'm going to be doing these at least twice a week. I will send out the broadcast, and hopefully you got something out of it, and we'll take it from there. All righty. So until the next segment, or I always tell everybody in my other shows, I may as well do it here too. Um I always tell everybody to read the Gospels. The reason why I'm encouraging everybody to read the Gospels because the only thing I am seeing right now that's going to save our sorry asses is that is those Gospels. So I encourage you all, if you have never read the Bible, read it. Don't read it from a religious perspective. Read it for yourself. Read it for yourself. All right. So until the next segment, to your health, remember, we're still here by the grace of God. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next show. How do I get out of here? Oh, anyway.